for the thousands in attendance and the millions watching around the world. We are live and amplified. So let's get ready to podcast. Fire it up. So how long have you been uh, streaming on Twitch? Five years. Five years. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Back awesome. when it, Twitch wasn't even like, I tell people about Twitch and they're like, what? What's that? <laughs> yeah. And now people actually have heard of it. Yeah. You know? So it's kind of cool. Yeah. And it doesn't carry that video game only platform stigma. Yeah. Unfortunately, a lot of the people I talk to, they automatically think hot tub streamers. That's yeah. what they've heard about it. And I'm just like, okay, but no, <laughs> like there's a whole music section. <laughs> there's more to it than that. There's yes, way yes. more to it than that. Yes, exactly. So. And what I've been trying to do recently is um, go in. Cause I just recently figured out that, Oh, Hey, you can like, um, search through the different people that are currently streaming and kind of organize yeah. it by how many views or subs or whatever. And I've been trying to like, look for like the people that are just starting out to try and help promote them a little oh, bit yeah, because, yeah. you know, but it's also really hard because it's a lot of people that are just playing music and it's like got some video games in the background. So it doesn't really, uh, they're not like yeah. actually playing music. So yeah, it, it's, it's interesting, but it's something that I've found a lot of joy in. So, yeah, that's amazing. Yeah, thank All you right. for doing this. Yeah, for sure. And then, uh, of course, uh, Emmy Law was kind of the uh, big driver in getting us to switch over to uh, Twitch. We uh, yes, we originally were doing this on Facebook, like right original, like originally, originally for the podcast, it was live in person, you know, face yeah. to face. Then the pandemic happened. And, yeah. uh, you know, it was one of those things where it's like, oh, well, I can't stop the podcast. We got to keep going. So I found Zoom right. and it was like opened up all these doors and we started streaming on Facebook and we were doing really well on Facebook. And then Facebook became not the thing anymore. Right. And it was like, yeah. okay, where do we go now? So that's great. Yeah. Emmy's one of my best friends. And, um, yeah, the cool thing about Twitch is that you can then export your VODs to YouTube. So yep. then you can like put them on YouTube too. Do you do that or? Yeah, I, um, okay. I'm i not very cool. good at it because yeah. like I'm already like two weeks behind right now. Okay. But, you know, I, I do get them up on YouTube. So yeah, it, it okay, great. Works, so. I'll look forward to that. Yeah. That's great. But um, since we're already kind of rolling in here, I'll, I'll do the intro kind okay. of seamlessly. Um, so I want to welcome everybody to the Live and Amplified Livecast. Uh, as you can tell, we've got a very special guest. We've got Jennifer Jess, who was introduced to me through Emmy Law and a whole bunch of other Twitch streamers as I've kind of worked my way into this community. You know, you, I've been in one stream and raided into your stream several different times, which is very funny and interesting how small the community is, but how supportive it is. Yeah, but there's still so many streamers out there, so it's very interesting. Yeah. But I want to welcome you to the podcast. I'm really Thank excited you. to chat with you, get to know more about you. Yeah. Obviously, on stream, there's only so many times you can kind of repeat the same things, and yeah, so right. <laughs> really excited to chat with you, get to know more about you and the new single that dropped yesterday. Yes, and uh, 
I, I could tell by the look on your face, you're really excited about this single. Yes. Been in the works right. for a while. So yeah. Um, for everybody that's uh, just getting to meet you for the first time or getting to know you, uh, give us a little bit of background and kind of introduce yourself to the, okay. uh, to the audience. So I'm a singer songwriter. I'm based in Atlanta and my main genre is pop. However, on Twitch streams, I'll sing just about anything. Um, but yeah, I've, I've, I've lived here all my life and um, discovered the passion for performing when I was five years old and then really started picking up singing when I was about nine. And then ever since then, it's been like all I've ever wanted to do. Um, and so and then now here I am and I released my first single in late 2019 um, entitled Blue. And um, and since then, I've just been trying to like get some momentum going. Um, and it, so far, it's been working out really well. So. Awesome. Awesome. So you were not originally from Atlanta. You're from like Virginia, but you moved to Atlanta when you were. Oh really, yeah. So like yeah. I, I was, I was born in Virginia, but I yeah. actually haven't been back there since I was born. Gotcha. <laughs> so. Gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah. I saw that and I was like, that just means she's from Atlanta. So, yeah. you know, but um, I'm a Georgia peach, you yeah. know, <laughs> gotcha, yeah. gotcha. and so uh, you, you've, you've lived in Atlanta pretty much your entire life. Um, yeah what's the uh, music scene been like there? Cause you'd think of a lot of like hip hop and rap coming yeah. out of. Well, um, you know, it's funny cause you can drive in one direction. There's tons of hip hop and rap. And then you drive in another direction and it's country. <laughs> so it's like, it's very, it, it has been a little challenging just finding like my places to perform because once some places are so, um, kind of indie folk country and then mm -hmm. others are so like hip-hop rap and so like finding the places for a pop artist like they're out there definitely yeah. it's just um it, it it's been a little bit more difficult for me um yeah. but i mean it's it, there's definitely places to perform at and opportunities everywhere so for sure for sure and i guess that's also where twitch kind of comes into play gives you a consistent place to go and play yeah. and get your music out there and yeah um, you've been you we talked a little bit before this you've been streaming for about five years now which is yeah. incredible takes you all the way back before twitch was like a thing music yeah yeah um so yeah. what originally got you into twitch or what what spoke to you about Twitch originally? I guess yeah. that's a better way to well, answer I think, that. I think I was I was watching it for a while. Like um, I, my boyfriend at the time, he and I would watch uh, League of Legends matches mm -hmm. and different stuff like that on Twitch. And I was really into League of Legends, like um, you know the the nationals, finals, you know all, all that TSM. Yeah. Yeah. But <laughs> so I was I was so into that, and I played League myself, but I never mm -hmm. streamed it. Mm -hmm. And then one day we were bored, and we just came across this um musician and um and a couple musicians i was you know watching them and everything and and my boyfriend at the time was like well why don't you do this and i was like hmm well, maybe yeah. and well the thing is is that i wanted at that time i was like i want to do open mics i need to get out there i need mm -hmm. to do this but it was also like the drive the traffic and i was working too so the amazing idea of streaming on Twitch was like, okay, I can just go to a, a room in my yeah. house and hop on live whenever I want. And those will be my open mics. Yeah. And so that was the original intent. Okay, I'll do this to try and, you know, get something going, you know, at least practice. That's what I just considered it. I was like, even if no one watches, I'm going to be mm -hmm. practicing performing in front of people. And 
I, my skills were so much lower. <laughs> like I, I was learning piano. Mm. I, you know, wasn't very good yet. And mm. I would stop in the middle of songs because I'd mess up. <laughs> like it right. was really, it's been, you know, right. like. <laughs> so at that point, were you, you were still pretty young in your career, but were you just doing covers at that point or were you already starting to kind of write original music? Yeah, I was doing covers. I've been writing. I mean, I think I wrote my first song when I was in fourth grade. But, um, you know, I, I never considered myself a songwriter mm -hmm. until about maybe four, three or four years ago. I thought, oh, I write songs. That doesn't mean I'm a songwriter. Like, I was just, I didn't think I was. And then someone told me one day, they were like, no, you're a songwriter. And I was like, no, because <laughs> like, I just thought they were like these amazing people that like I could not get on that level. <laughs> Yeah. But uh, no, so I, I mean, I, I was like, okay, I guess I am a songwriter. All right. Well, let me write a song and let me release it. And so, yeah, that's how it happened. <laughs> awesome. Do you still have any of those songs from when you were really young that you? I remember the melodies. Okay. Uh, or at least I remember the melody of my very first song I wrote. Yeah. It was called Mr. Beautiful Face. Yeah. I wrote it about a crush. So okay. <laughs> yeah. that's fair. You know, it, it's so, it's so funny because like, a lot of musicians when they're just like messing around when they're young, just trying to write music or, you know, like however they're approaching it, it sometimes it's a song that kind of sticks with them and it grows and it starts off yeah. as Mr. Beautiful face, but then it, <laughs> as it yeah. morphs, it becomes like, imagine, you know, you know, just to kind of bring it to current day, but yeah. it's like a song that just kind of sits with them. And then yeah. when it's like, as it matures, as you kind of, start to figure out what actually it means yeah. to be a songwriter. Yeah. So it, it's really yeah. interesting, but, um, yeah, I still remember a lot of my songs back then. Cause it was, you know, I didn't have all the tools to keep everything completely recorded all the yeah. time. I didn't get a phone till like I graduated high school. I yeah. just had like an iPod touch up into that point that I used Wi-Fi on, yeah. <laughs> but like, so I had like a little tapes that I might record stuff on, but you know, so I just had to memorize like, okay, I can't forget this melody. So I just memorize it so I wouldn't forget it. And so I remember so many of my old songs. Nice. Yeah. See, if it was me, I would have forgotten everything because I have <laughs> like, like I keep telling myself, oh, that's a good idea. Remember that. Right. And right. then like two days later, it's like, crap, what, what was, what was that right, thing that right. I was trying to tell myself not to forget? So yeah, I'm sure uh, I obsessively sung them over and over again. So that probably helped too. Yeah, for but. sure. For sure. <laughs> so, um, when you were obviously younger, you were start, uh, songwriting, were you playing like guitar or anything at that point? Or I was, was it? I was playing piano, okay. just real simple, like little, just triad chords, mm -hmm. like with my songs, that's what I was doing. Um, you know, enough to keep a beat. <laughs> yeah. So gotcha. Yeah, gotcha. that's what I was doing. And then so piano's primarily been your instrument your entire career? Yeah, yeah. And and the intention was that like, oh, I'll get someone to accompany me and like it'll be great. And like my intention was never that I was going to even learn piano as far as much as I have so far. Um, but then it was just like a necessity, like, okay, I will there's no one to play for me. So I need to do this, you know? So I just I learned it out of necessity, honestly, but I do love it. I do love playing it. So, gotcha, gotcha. And um, did, who like first introduced you to the piano? Was it your parents or? Yeah, it was my mom. 
Mm -hmm. Um, she had a, we had a little piano growing up cause she used to play, but it was, it was missing that, you know, it was one of the smaller ones with smaller amount of keys. Mm -hmm. And so I could never really play everything I wanted. <laughs> so I finally like had invested in a, a real piano. So mm -hmm. I had like all the keys, but I grew up on that little one she yeah. had, which is from like, I don't know, I want to say the eighties or mm -hmm. something like that so, still works. So. Awesome. Awesome. I tried to learn piano about five years ago. Um, there was a, I was living in New Mexico at the time and there was this uh, bookstore called Hastings bookstore. It was like a regional thing and they were going out of business. And that was like where I lived in, I lived in Roswell, New Mexico. So if anybody's an alien believer, yes, I live there. Um, <laughs> and so the local store, the local Hastings store that we had there, that was like the only place that you could get certain instruments so like keyboards or like support gear like strings and sticks and you know just stuff like that and so when i went in there they had this piano what i thought was a piano for sale for 30 dollars. i was like cool like it's not expensive i can sit there and teach myself how to play you know cool i bought it got it home and realized it was one of those things that you have to like blow into and uh oh no and I'm just sitting there. I'm oh, like, no. I have the worst breath control. There's no way I'm going to make this. Was that this. an accordion? No, it like wasn't. No. <laughs> no, it wasn't an accordion. No. Like it was like you, you had not 88 keys, but it was uh, like 44 or so. Well, okay. And then you had a hose that you had to blow into. So the air is what made the noise. Oh my God. And then you just use the different keys. Oh my goodness. Like, can't for the life of me remember what it was and my buddy's like yeah you probably shouldn't have done that so oh my god it was uh it was like okay well live and learn so uh, yeah yeah but needless to say that was like my one attempt to learn how to play piano so right and it failed uh, it, miserably sort of like me I, i've had a struggle with like learning guitar because that's what i'm doing right now um and it's sort of been an off and on thing for years but i'm finally like getting to the point where like i just got an electric guitar yes. and it's a lot easier to hold down the strings so i'm just like yes it's a, i'm feeling a lot more motivated now so nice, nice. i think how it's actually you, gonna happen how long have you uh, started playing the guitar it's been off and on for like a year of course before that like you know i had learned some very basic chords and you know i've always known the very basic chords um awesome. but yeah i'm ready to take it a step further so awesome awesome that's all it like that's yeah. always the sign of a musician that wants to uh, like a really good musician they want to keep learning they want to expand their knowledge yeah. and you know play other instruments so then that way when you're get to that point you're writing like full band songs or whatever it is you right. know it's like okay you you're writing the keys part but you can keep in mind like oh hey this would be a good part for the guitar to come right. in or the bass or the drum you know like whatever it is so yeah. that's and the appeal for the guitar for me is that I can travel with it more mm. easily than I can the piano. Fair. And that's, that's the main draw. It's like, man, what if I just want to set up real quick and play something, you know, mm. it's hard to like lug my piano, even yeah. though it's light, it's like, you can't take it on yeah. the plane, you know? Yeah. So, for sure. Yeah. For sure. That's, I think that's why a lot of people pick up the guitar in general is yeah. just, it's easier to travel with. So, yeah. um, but let's talk a little bit about Imagine You, which is the uh, new single that dropped on Friday. Uh, for the last few weeks on the street, anytime I get a chance to jump into your stream, it's 
pushing Imagine You. So I knew right away it was a big song for you. It was something that was monumental. Uh, So kind of give us the uh, story of uh, Imagine You. Yeah, so I started it last, uh, I want to say it was like last August or something Mm -hmm. like that. It's actually been a long time coming. Um, And I I started working with a new producer uh, by the name of Jay Laron, and he's awesome. And um, the cool thing about it was that he actually lives in Atlanta, whereas Mm -hmm. everyone else I've worked with, I've worked, had to work online, like Mm -hmm. through COVID. I mean, I released my first single late 2019, so then Mm -hmm. everything after that was just like working during COVID. (laughs) So... Um, it was, you know, all over the internet and not in person. And so mm-hmm. this time I actually got to go and be in person and make the song with him. And so it's just, it's just me and him, um, as he's like producing and, you know, but I felt like I was actually being, a, I was able to put a lot more into the production myself too. Cause I was sitting there with him, mm-hmm. you know? So it was so cool. Um, and so I just, I, I would just go and record and, you know, I, go up there whenever we needed to go record something and just it was just it's how it should be you yeah. know so it's super cool and um yeah I, I just i wrote the song like i had uh, run into a old like crush you know and mm-hmm. when you're young they just seem more powerful you know yeah. so i had i had run into one um like i don't know it was like around october we i had like found the beat and everything i was like i know i want to write to this one um, and we had started the first three lines, but I was like, what's going to come after this? What kind of story do I want to build? And so I, I ran into this old crush and I was like, huh. And I had this idea and I was like, well, okay, what if I wrote a song about what it could have been mm-hmm. like, and, and what, what would it be like if we would have worked out? Yeah. And though it's all in my head, you know, like what, what would, what would it have been like? And, um, cause nothing ever happened, but it was just almost almost did but didn't yeah um so anyways that's how it originated so yeah. you know it's funny as you kind of break down what the song is about i remember in your stream on thursday you were asking people what they think the song is about yeah and in the back of my head i'm like it could be this but that just seems too obvious like it, yeah. it was basically like running into an old boyfriend and it yeah. could have worked out or whatever and yeah. And then I go into the chat and I see like all these super deep, I know. Like well thought out responses, myself yeah. included. And I'm sitting there, I'm yeah. like, oh, well, what if it was this? And, yeah. Yeah. and then I'm like, hmm. And then you kept saying, no, it's a pop or it's like a more upbeat song. And I'm like, yeah. And I was like, like okay, wait, you guys, it's not that deep. Like, <laughs> upbeat, it's fun, you know. <laughs> but no, it was, it was good. Now, the next single I'm going to release, that one's going to be deep. That awesome. one's deep. But yeah, Uh, we'll definitely talk about that here in a second as as much as you can. Um, But uh, for Imagine You, so that's been in the works for a little bit. That's very well uh, with a lot of your music. It's pretty much been a pandemic project. Is that fair to say? Yeah. Yeah. Oddly enough. Uh huh. Um, So much of it has. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Because. I, and it feels like I've been I've been doing music for a long time. Mm-hmm. I just I hadn't gathered up the courage to release anything until late 2019. Yeah. So it, for, it feels like my career is a whole lot longer. Yeah. But really, I just released my first single late 2019, which yeah. really wasn't that long ago. So mm-hmm. um, what, what was kind of the tipping point for you that was like, OK, I need to start releasing my music? It was Twitch. 
Oh my goodness, my community is so awesome. They were just like, when are we going to get Jenny original songs, huh? When is it going to happen? And they just kept on asking and asking. I was like, really? Like, you guys really think I could? I don't know. Like, at that point, I was still, like, thinking of myself as I'm not a songwriter. Yeah. Like, but they just, like, kept encouraging me. And that is, like, one of the most... The, one of the things I'm most thankful for streaming mm -hmm. on Twitch is that, man, they're there to encourage you. It's, it's I'm so grateful. Yeah, for sure. Like even just looking through the chat right now, it's Jenny's amazing. Jenny's a great story. So, oh, you know, I don't even have chat up right now. That's so it, nice. You know, it's, so it's just like, I'm still getting used to this whole Twitch layout and just like, how do I kind of bounce back and forth between the audience with the podcast or whatnot? Oh, so yeah. Yeah. It, I'm it, pulling up the, uh, the chat right now, actually. <laughs> and so I'm just sitting here. I'm like, Oh, I, I, I'll get to your questions here in a second. So, um, that's great. But, um, no, it's so that Twitch is amazing for that. And just like the, the fact that Twitch was kind of that jumping off point for you. Yeah. Um, so given that you were kind of a, covers artist originally what was the transition like to writing your own music how did you go through the process of trying to find your sound oh i'm honestly like i think i'm still well i mean like i have my sound but i do like to experiment mm -hmm. uh, musically but um i think a lot of my own like vocal sound and all of that that's been developed in the last uh, I want to say like three or four years, mm -hmm. I started seeing a vocal coach at, um, at Jan Smith Studios in Atlanta. Um, and ever since then, I feel like that's how I found my sound. Because um, she basically taught me how to be me while singing. Yeah. You know, because I think that especially newer singers, they're constantly emulating other singers, mm -hmm. you know, and she was, you know, she so she'd be there to be like, wait, no, that's not you. And then she'd be like, okay, no, that's your real tone. This is that, you know, and it's sort of like she taught me how to be me. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know? And so I think that that's a lot of how I found my my vocal sound. Um and now I'm just I'm experimenting with my music sound. Yeah. Um but yeah, I I, I'm, yeah, I don't. I don't know. I, I I think I always want to continue to experiment, but I think it will always be pop. Probably. Yeah, for sure. And obviously, you'd mentioned that you're trying to be you yourself, but every musician still draws musical influences from different yeah. artists. Not necessarily like, oh, I'm trying to be Adele. You know, no, yeah. you you have yeah. certain aspects influences, of influences. Um, so, who are some of your musical influences? Oh man, there's been. I mean, I, I grew up with like Linda Ronstadt, Etta James, uh, uh, who else? Uh, oh, Ray Charles, uh, Otis Redding, a lot of soulful, uh, the Beatles, nice. um, the Eagles, uh, ABBA. Those are some of the ones. And Celine Dion, definitely nice. Celine Dion. And I grew up with those a lot. When I was a kid, I'd sit in my room and I'd sing Celine Dion for hours. Mm -hmm. And I credit her to helping me learn how to belt and learn how to sing like strong, like, yeah. I don't know. Um, but yeah, I mean, and nowadays like in the last, like, I don't want to say like 10 years, it's been like Adele mm -hmm. and Amy Winehouse and Emily Sande and Sia, um, people like that. Yeah. 
Awesome. Awesome. So did you grow up in a household similar to mine where the radio was always fixed on like an oldies station? Uh, so we, we didn't, didn't use the radio, but my mom had all her CDs. And mm. so, yeah, she would, she would play the CDs or I would play the CDs. Mm. Oh, and Fleetwood Mac, also yes. Fleetwood Mac, grew up on Fleetwood Mac. Um, so those, a lot of those artists I named were some of her favorites. Mm. Um, so if we listen to them, it was, yeah, it was a lot of those artists. Nice. So, and then really a lot of good ones. I was yeah. so thankful. Yeah. I was, uh, my mom was always really mad that she gave away, she gave me her like vinyl collection, but then we sold it when we moved because she had like the Beatles white out, like all these like really iconic vinyl records. <sighs> and she's like, and I, like a few years back, I was talking to her. I was like, yeah, I'm trying to get this album, but they want this much. She's like, I had that album growing up. You had that album in your collection back in the day, but you just wow. didn't know it. And I'm like, okay, well, that's unfortunate. So wow, it's a uh, definitely grew up on the oldies and the uh, new yeah. new stations weren't weren't really allowed. So not yeah. not allowed, but you know, yeah. <laughs> um, so that's really cool. Um, yeah. And then so you start listening to these artists as your influences, and then at a young age, you're just kind of writing just for the fun of it. And then yeah. you start, what were some of the, some of your favorite covers to do early on? Ooh, um, there was a song, Then You Look At Me by Celine Dion. Yeah. I was obsessed with singing that. The end, just like this giant climax of like belting goodness. So Then You Look At Me, it was one of her more obscure songs, but for some reason that one, I sang that one a lot. Yeah. Um, but yeah, a lot, of, a lot of her stuff, honestly. It was, I'm trying to remember what else. I think I listened to Hilary Duff there for a little bit too. <laughs> but uh, no, no. Oh, and S Club 7, that was probably my, that was my favorite pop group. And back then, like I was. Was that one yeah. of those Disney bands? That, no. So no? S Club 7 was a group out of, uh, uh, I, I want to say England. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. And, and they were, they were my all time favorite, <laughs> but they're the super like hyper pop group. Yeah. Yeah. Like, and back then all my friends were listening to like good Charlotte yeah. and Evanescence and all these other bands. And I'm like, I'm listening to S club seven. So I never told anybody. <laughs> I just kept it a secret, <laughs> yeah. but it was, I just love their music. I was like, there's such little infectious pop songs <laughs> and um, I was obsessed with them. So I listened to all their music. So I yeah. know that they definitely had a play. Yeah, for sure. For sure. You know, it's, I remember when I was like, I was a little bit older, but like when Backstreet Boys and NSYNC and them kind of bands started really popping off, yeah. the Disney Channel had those like weird offshoot bands that were like, okay, yeah. um, that were like Backstreet Boys light, but they just oh, tried to yeah. take that, mm -hmm. uh, that, um, the recipe and remix of yeah. so i thought maybe that's what s club seven was yeah because so, i remember no. the name i just don't s club seven they actually had a show on abc family or fox family back okay. then um so they weren't disney but okay. they were on the other side gotcha um, of things gotcha, um, gotcha. yeah I, I definitely think they were way cooler than like disney groups so yeah yeah <laughs> Well, I'm yeah. sure they were probably a yeah. little bit edgier because anybody <laughs> that came out of Disney, they had to be clean cut and, you know, <laughs> so. they were pretty clean cut too, but I don't know. They were just cooler. <laughs> just gotcha. cooler. Cool. 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 Um, uh, so imagine you is out now, you've got a lyric video for it. You're also in the process of 
uh, releasing a music video. Where are you kind of at on that? Okay, so that's, and, and I d wanted to share one piece of really awesome news real quick before okay. I mention the music video. And that is the fact that I woke up this morning and I looked on my Spotify for Artists app and I got put on my very first editorial Spotify playlist. Imagine You is now on um, New Disco is what it's called. Nice. And it's a Spotify playlist. And I nice. was crying in bed this morning. It was such a moment because this is like what the independent artists like many times works towards mm -hmm. is getting on these Spotify editorial playlists. Yeah. yeah. So I was just like, I was like, oh my God. So it's it's been such a blessing um, being put on that playlist. And I just want to say that real quick. <laughs> I, was, I did see your post about that. And I was like, I, I'm trying to figure out how to become or get your playlist as an editorial Spotify editorial playlist. Cause we have like our own like live and amplified playlist. Yeah, yeah. I try and update about once a month just because yeah. I get inundated with like new music on the daily and it's like, Oh, cool. I can't keep up with this. This is like yeah. a full-time job. So, um, yeah. yeah, but, uh, we, we definitely put imagine you on the playlist last Thank night. You. So that's, uh, Thank you. that's really cool, but I'm trying to figure out how to become an editorial playlist. Like that would be oh, awesome. Well, I think you have to be like working at Spotify oh, like, okay. editors. Yeah. So I don't think it's like, um, now you can still be a really successful user yeah. playlist. Gotcha. There are many of those that are just as successful as like a Spotify editorial. Okay. Except the difference is the Spotify editorial has their little Spotify logo on it. Yeah. Playlist. You know, gotcha. it's like, um, and, and so when you submit a song onto uh, Spotify mm -hmm. uh, or there's a, you have a chance to pitch your song. And mm -hmm. so, um, you know, I've pitched every single one of my singles. None of them have ever been placed. It's more of a rare thing yeah. to take like the cream of the crop and put it on these playlists. And so when it happened for me, I was just like, over the moon. Over, yep. <laughs> so, and hey, once you get on one, I think it's easier to get on others too. So mm -hmm. for sure, for sure. Yeah. And <laughs> so was the original like sound for Imagine You, was it meant to be like a more disco track or did it just kind of you yeah. know, we when we were working through it, I think the people that I had showed it to at the time were just like, I'm catching major Prince vibes on this one. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, I guess so. I haven't really listened to Prince that much, but my producer loves Prince. <laughs> so I'm like, oh, there you go. That's where it came from. Um, and so I, I think that's kind of where all that came from. I wasn't intending on it being disco. Mm -hmm. And honestly, I didn't even know it was. I thought it was more 80s. Mm -hmm. But then I've been submitting it to other playlists and they're like, oh, I think this is two 70s for my playlist. I'm just like, oh, OK. And then they add it to disco and I'm like, mm -hmm. OK, so maybe it is more 70s. Yeah. Like, I mean, I, <laughs> I don't know. I definitely hear the disco influence, but yeah. to me, it just feels more. 80, like I definitely hear the yeah. 80s vibe off it too. So it's like yeah. maybe that's where they get the new yeah, disco. I think, like the name of their yeah, the, the name of their playlist being new disco, they say like um a reimat disco reimagined or like mm. in today's modern times, like so I guess it's like a fresh take on it or something like that. Awesome. So, yeah. uh, but yeah. I didn't know that I was a fresh take on disco, so okay. <laughs> it's like all right, well, yeah. we're, we're gonna <laughs> we're gonna stay in this lane, but probably not. So um, yeah. So you got a music video for dropping for Imagine You. Yes. Um, do, have you officially announced a release date or is it um, still kind I'm of? I'm aiming for, I'm going back and forth between Thursday and Friday night. Mm -hmm. 
Um, at this point, I'm thinking perhaps Friday night. Mm. Um, usually I do Thursday nights, but I'm just like, no, I, I think I want to do it on Friday this time. Um, I just got the first edit back today and I'm, I'm about to go listen to it after this. So, um, yeah, I don't, I won't really know until I know how much needs to be edited with the video or mm -hmm. what's going down, but I'm, I'm aiming for next Friday. Have so. you seen, have you actually watched it yet? Or is that you haven't even looked mm -mm. at it now? Nope. I, I just got the email right before this session. So um, yeah, I'm going to go look at it after this. I'm so excited. Awesome. Awesome. And it's, of yeah. course, it's not your first music video. You've got a few. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, what's kind of uh, different about, is there anything different about this music video oh, yeah. or yeah. Yeah. This one it's um, it's, it's, very very colorful and is mm -hmm. very retro okay. um there's actually a part of the video where we go into this studio and it's a whole bunch of these like led lights and all these signs and um there's actually an old telephone booth that i'm like picking up the phone and talking on it's it's so retro and nostalgic um with a modern twist so mm. awesome awesome <laughs> and uh who kind of um as far as like the creative elements of it is that more your side of things or do you just let the like video producer videographer be like okay this is what i'm thinking we're, we're yeah just so yeah my director his name is ryan parma um he he lives in la so i, I fly him out over here every time that we work on something um but he's incredible um he's worked with um some very very awesome people um and yeah, I tend to give him like, I'm like, oh, let me see what you're thinking. Like, I'll tell him sort of what I'm thinking. And then he's like, all right, let me see what I can come up with. And so then he tells me what he's thinking. And um, so he has a, he has, does have a big hand mm -hmm. in um, the creative direction of the video, which I think is great because honestly, I'm a newbie at this. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I love the ideas that he comes up with. So gotcha, gotcha. and then we picked our places and yeah. And it was all shot around Atlanta or yeah, Georgia? It was shot in two different locations, um, but one of the locations has like uh, three different rooms. Mm -hmm. um, so uh, we also, that's, and I, I shot um, in one of the studios that I shot this video is the same place I shot my next music video coming mm -hmm. out, which is actually a cover of Wicked Game. Nice. Um, so I've shot that in the same place. So, gotcha. so you're, uh, you just kind of, announce the release of your next single is that what i just so oh or... yeah well I, i've been telling people that oh, okay because like, i did both at the same time i was gotcha. like okay, we're doing the wicked game music video and we're doing the other other single music video so um and then i actually have announced my next original single okay um so most of my twitch people at least know what's going on mm -hmm. none of social media does but my twitch people do they gotcha. get the inside so nice that's <laughs> hey that's awesome because uh, you see them a lot you stream what three times a week yes yeah that that seems to be like the comfortable amount of times yeah. to stream because you know yeah. any more than that it's just a lot especially when you're yeah. say, you're on there for two three hours right three three to four oh know? wow yeah i'm it's... undershooting then so. Oh no, all good. I also stream on another channel on Twitch on Sundays, although it doesn't happen every Sunday, but mm -hmm. um, it's on twitch.tv slash heart support. So they mm -hmm. are huge mental health advocates. Mm -hmm. And so it's just a place that um, people can come and hang out and, and discuss things that maybe you can't discuss on other channels. Yeah. Gotcha. Uh, but I'll go on there and I'll sing and do some music on Sundays too. So 
Awesome. Awesome. Yeah. That's really cool. Um, so you, you've got a busy 2022 with all kinds of singles already been released and new ones coming. Uh, what, what's kind of the uh, live show situation looking like? Are, or are you pretty much just Twitch at this point? Oh, no, I, I, that's always been the dream. Mm-hmm. And honestly, it's been something that I have been, um, it's funny. I think I've psyched it myself up in my head because I, I, I just didn't do live stuff for so long, yeah. especially during COVID and all yeah. that. Um, and you know, I'm always, I'm always behind this camera right here for the last five years. Um, I have done live stuff, but I haven't done that much. And so mm. it's definitely one of my goals this year just to get out there, do small stuff, and then eventually work up to like, you know, small summer festival stuff and work my way up. Cause that is the dream is to perform. So for sure. For sure. So just going to say it one more time. Imagine you is out now on Spotify. Uh, so I'm going to post the uh, link into chat here. And uh, if you haven't gotten a chance to listen to it yet, after the podcast is over, go give it a listen, uh, add it to your favorite playlist, you know, whatever you can do to help support Jennifer uh, in uh, making the uh, the song very successful. Because I read that within 24 hours, it hit a thousand streams, right? Is- yeah, which and that now I look back and I'm like, oh, yeah, it's because it, it, I think part of that is because it got put on that editorial because mm-hmm. um, I just hit a thousand followers on Spotify. Yeah. So, you know, for to get to that already, I was like, what? <laughs> you know, um, yeah, I've, I've done really well on my singles, but they take a little while to grow usually. Mm-hmm. But this one's growing really fast. So hey, that's awesome. That's yeah. like that's really amazing. And then yeah. for. um are you working towards like the next album or are you just kind of I'm doing singles right now. It's, it's such a singles driven um, industry right now, Mm -hmm. I feel like. And also it's a lot easier for me to market one song versus four five, six, twelve. 12, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, And I can just give it my all and really focus on that song, getting all the streams. And so, yeah, it's one of those things where if you're not like actively out there, playing music like in front of live audiences in different part like out there yeah i guess touring is the best way to word it but you know then an album it's just kind of like you're releasing it and unless you're out touring off the album or whatever it's like after three months it's like okay where's where's the uh next one what exactly i feel like i would do an album when i have a bit of an audience Mm -hmm. to do a tour or something like that with exactly That's yeah. fair. Very fair. Um, and so I imagine you's out now. You've got all kinds of cool stuff coming with it for the music video. You the lyric video is out now. It released the same day as yes the single. So, um, what's kind of the uh, plan for the rest of twenty twenty two? Um, so I'm, I'm, like I said, I'm going to release the wicked game cover. I have another single called in the rain coming after that. And then, uh, my first single that I released called blue, um, once it hits half a million streams on Spotify, I'm going to put out an acoustic version of that. Nice. And then after that, I don't know, I don't have anything planned after that. I own, I guess I've only planned two steps ahead at this yeah. point, but, um, after that, I guess I'm just going to be writing more songs and releasing yeah. more stuff. I'm going to try and release as much as I can this year. As, as quick as I can work and as quick as my producer can work. So. For sure. Where are you at in the uh, writing process? Right um, you know, it comes in waves for me. Like mm-hmm. I know some people that just like my friend Emmy, mm-hmm. she will just write like all the time. Yeah. It's just and I think that's great. I mean, mm-hmm. it's a great practice 
for me, I kind of come in waves. Mm -hmm. I, I write obsessively for like yeah. one month and then yeah. I stop for a few months and then I, you know, and then I write obsessively for a month and it, it's sort of, I, I kind of write, you know, when the feelings come, mm -hmm. like when I'm really in the moment of something like my upcoming single in the rain, which is two singles from now, I yeah. guess. Um, that one I wrote when I was going through a breakup. So I was like, all right, I'm going through a really tough time right now. This is a perfect opportunity. And, mm -hmm. <laughs> and I just find like, man, it, my, some of my best songs come out when I'm just in mm -hmm. the heat of the moment mm -hmm. of feeling whatever I'm feeling. So whenever I have really strong emotions, I'll sit mm -hmm. down and write. Gotcha. And I find it just really helps that way. Yeah. Um, for me. So you, you write from life experiences and expressing what you're feeling at that moment. Definitely. Yeah. And I, so that kind of explains the waves of, you yeah. know, because you can't have like real, you can't consistently yeah. have or constantly have extreme life moments because then yeah. it's just like, you know, you just want right, to scream right. as loud as you can. And, but. and honestly, like I would like to write more. Mm -hmm. I think just part of me, it's trying to wear all the hats of marketing and, and putting, mm -hmm. you know, working on music at the same time. It's like, I do have a little trouble finding time to write. Um, mm -hmm. So I think sometimes that's why I also go in waves. Um, it's just like, okay, sure. not, this this month I'm really focusing on writing, you know? Um, so yeah. One thing that a musician told me really works for them because they're very much in that same yeah. ballpark of in waves, just kind of like when life hits them, yeah. is that they started uh, finding like song prompts. So like once a week or whatever, yeah. they'll get a song prompt and, you know, just even if the song doesn't go anywhere. Love that. So I love that. Yeah. Cause a lot of times it's like, okay, what do I write about? If I'm yeah. not going through anything, yeah. it's like, well, what is there to write about? But yeah. whenever I think, okay, let me write a topic about this. It yeah. makes it so much easier. Yeah. So that's a great idea. Yeah, for sure. And that's yeah. kind of why we started doing our Sunday song prompts. And they're very random. But, you know, yeah. it's just kind of like, I, when I'm putting them out there, it's like, I try and put like experiences that everyone had, like a few weeks ago, it was write a song about the summer that didn't happen, and expecting it to all be like very COVID related, because yeah. like 2020 was that summer that essentially didn't happen. Yeah. So um, you know, just stuff like that. So yeah. it's, a uh, you know, just looking into different prompts and, uh, stuff like that. I think that would really help you yeah, get absolutely. more consistent with your writing, even if it absolutely. doesn't, like I said, even if it doesn't turn into anything. So, yeah, totally. Um, but yeah, so, uh, outside of music, what's kind of your stress relief? What do you do to get away from everything and just, oh, yeah. you know, I hang out with friends, um, during COVID, it was video games constantly. <laughs> um, but now, I, yeah, I can get out. Um, I, oh gosh, I love shopping. <laughs> and um, I love baking and just making good things and watching watching Netflix. Yeah. Nice. You watched anything good on Netflix recently? I'm kind of obsessed with Asian dramas. Okay. <laughs> That's sure. all I watch. Well, yeah. except for The Witcher. I've been watching The Witcher too. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> I, but yeah. I keep telling myself I need to watch the last season of Ozark. Like I watched. Um, okay. the, I haven't seen that one yet. I've seen all the first three seasons. And then there was like such a long layoff because of COVID that yeah. it was just kind of like, man, now for me to go watch season four and it to make any kind of sense, I got to at least go watch all of season three again. 
and it's just like man that's a lot of time because they're it like is. It hour-long is. shows and there's a whole bunch of shows so yeah yeah, yeah. but um no that's cool netflix is cool and then uh what do you like uh baking what's your specialty and just desserts mm. i love i love you know I love, sometimes I love picking the hardest possible recipes and trying to do them. And they, they usually almost always turn out really well. So I, yeah, if, if I, if I wasn't a singer, I'd, I'd be an actress. And then if I wasn't an actress, I would definitely be a baker. Awesome. Awesome. You <laughs> yeah. know, I just bought yesterday a pan to make brownies but they're all the edge pieces. So it's like, oh. the, I found it on Amazon oh uh, randomly God. and it's like set up in such a way that every piece you cut is an edge piece. Oh my gosh. And I'm like, wow. because when we were kids, we fought over the edge pieces of the brownie yeah. and it was like, oh wow. I fought over the, the middle pieces. Middle pieces. <laughs> yeah. Okay. That's fair. You know, it's That's just funny. Really, so I saw that and yeah. I was like, six bucks or six bucks or whatever it was. Perfect. That's great. I, I haven't made brownies in 15 years, but you yeah. know, get a box, egg, water, you know, it can't be that hard, right? Oh no, 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 not at all. So cool, cool. Um, so one thing that we do with every guest that comes on here is I have a random question generator. Okay. And it's meant to be fun, lighthearted, all that stuff. Okay. Um, and so it's, it's going to come to you rapid fire, but I'm going to kick it off with one of the questions that I saw in the chat from okay. <laughs> uh, who sent it. Uh, I think it was Twizzle. Okay. If you could make only one cake, what kind of cake would it be? A cheesecake. <laughs> what is the worst advice you've ever been given? Uh, oh God, that's hard. The worst advice I've ever, oh man. Uh, I don't know. Some, well, it wasn't advice, I guess. <laughs> Someone told me one time, they're like, your voice is so average. <laughs> it was like when I was younger, <laughs> I was like, thanks. <laughs> I'm like, you should just like <laughs> try and be more unique or whatever. <laughs> I was like, okay. <laughs> that is like a mean comment. Oh that's just Yeah, it was mean. so mean. I was young too. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> All right, this question's right up your alley. What is your favorite video game weapon? Um, Bone Arrow. If you were forced to enlist into any war in history, which one would it be? Ooh. Uh, maybe? That's a tough question. I mean, that's like, yeah, it's like pick pick, pick your poison. Um, yeah. Oh, man. Maybe World War Two. Okay. Um, yeah, because maybe then I'd run into my grandfather because <laughs> he was in World War Two. <laughs> All right, I don't know. And how he made it gonna... out alive, so yeah. I could stick so, by him. <laughs> so did my my grandpa did too. So oh, good. Uh, what is one gift you would give to the person nearest to you, like uh, in, within distance? Oh, in distance. Um. A, a homemade smoothie <laughs> what kind of smoothie uh well it definitely have bananas in it and i either go one or two directions berry banana or chocolate banana if you had to give a one hour presentation on something you knew absolutely nothing about what would that topic be oh nothing. <laughs> so basically what topic oh. could you bs your way through for an hour Oh, BS? Oh, yeah. goodness. Oh, I don't know if I could BS it very well, though. Um, 
gosh, oh man, maybe, maybe space, <laughs> maybe I could, something like that. Uh, um, two more questions, <laughs> two more questions. Uh, by law, everyone has to pick a new name. What would yours be? Oh, okay. I, I probably name myself Summer because that's what my mom was originally going to name me. Awesome. And then, all right, this is the way to end it. In your opinion, how much sawdust can you put in a Rice Krispie treat before people notice? Oh my God. Uh, <laughs> that's maybe the first like, time I've seen that one. So, wow, maybe uh, I want ooh, an eighth of a cup. <laughs> Fair enough. Very fair. Uh, Very technically, fair. cinnamon is like sawdust, sort yeah. of, you know? <laughs> I saw that. I was like, all right, you're a baker. Let's see where this one goes. Right. So, but um, it's been an absolute blast chatting with you. Yes. I really, really enjoy it. Um, thank you, everybody, for tuning in. Um, yes. As you're kind of taking the opportunity to um, uh, plug all your socials and where people can listen, I'm going to ready up the raid as I'm okay. trying to get better at yeah. rating because I'm not very good. good. So um, okay. where can everybody find you yeah. uh, where, if people want to check out your music or your Twitch or any of that fun stuff? Okay. Yeah. So you can always find me. Um, I mean, at Instagram at Jennifer Jess music, uh, Facebook and um, yeah, Facebook's also Jennifer Jess music and then Twitter, Jen Jess music. And if you just look up Jennifer Jess on YouTube, you'll find my channel um, or even just Google Jennifer Jess. I'm one of the few Jennifer Jesses out there, so it's pretty easy to find me. Um, and then, of course, JenniferJess.com, which I still need to update with my new song, but that's there, too. Um, and, of course, I'm on Spotify. Everywhere everywhere I am is under the name Jennifer Jess. So, yeah. Awesome. Awesome. And then, of course, you're on – recently found out you were on TikTok. Kind oh, of. Yeah. 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 Jennifer Jess Music on TikTok. Yeah. And yes. uh, your music – was out because I was I'm trying to get better at TikTok, trying me to promote too. the podcast on TikTok and whatnot. And I was like, okay, let me, you know, and like the tell if I'm gonna do it is if your music is uh synced through TikTok or whatever. Yeah. And I was able to find Imagine You and I was like, Yay! okay, perfect. So oh. you're I don't know if there's like a challenge or something people can do with it. Oh, but yeah, I, I've been thinking about that already. So yeah. that's definitely awesome. something I'm going to do. Awesome. Awesome. Well, once again, thank you so much for hanging out yeah, with us. Absolutely. We're getting ready to raid a uh, new channel. I actually found this morning, uh, mother lion music. Uh, I literally found him about an hour ago and I was listening mm -hmm. to him before you came on and, because a lot of my normal people aren't on right now. So it's like amazing. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, so once again, yeah. thank you so much for joining us. Thank Is you. there anything yeah. else that you want to tell the people out there that are listening and, uh, mm -hmm. You can tune into my Twitch channel next week on Friday when I premiere my latest music video. Oh. Awesome. Awesome. Well, once again, thank you so much for hanging out with us. We thank really, you for having me. For sure. For sure. And uh, we will start the raid here in okay. about two seconds. So. All righty. All right. Cool. See you guys later. All right. Bye, everybody. Awesome. Awesome. <laughs> yeah. Thank you so much. And yeah. um. Uh, do you have put your VODs up after this or? Oh uh, um... yeah, I put them up on, okay, cool. they're, like, obviously they stay on uh, Twitch for two weeks. Okay. Um, you know, whatever the, uh, normal, um, cool. amount of time is. And then I put them up on YouTube. So I will cool. put that up on YouTube. Actually okay. today is kind of like the day to 
do all that. I reserve it for the weekend. So, and is it all right if I um, take some screen recordings of this and like put it on my uh, Instagram or stuff like that? Yeah, for sure. For sure. Um, Actually, I could send you the video and just so you don't, I don't know if that, I don't know if that makes things easier for you or. Sure. Mm. Sure. Yeah. I, Cause then I can go in and edit out different stuff and like, you know, make a more condensed version or something. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. And then, so the, um, so the audio for this will be up to actually it'll probably be up today cause I've got plenty okay. of time to get it up. Um, and then the video will be about a week or two before I get it up on YouTube. And other than that, uh, did you have any questions about anything? I don't think so. Yeah. Just thank you for having me. This was fun. For sure. For sure. I'm yeah. I'm excited because I'm going to Nashville in like three weeks and Emmy's been pushing me to come out. It's like, it's been two years, but, um, so, uh, cool. But let me know if you need help, uh, promoting anything or if you ever want to come back on, uh, to promote, uh, not maybe not the next release because try and keep a little bit of space in between. Yeah. yeah, Just, uh, feel free to reach out. Okay. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. Have a good day. Yep. You too. Okay. See ya. Yep. Bye.